Welcome. This is my truth as a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? Hello, 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 podcast world. Welcome back to This Is My Truth. I'm your host, Jesse Sherleff, and I am so excited to introduce my conversation with Marissa Donnelly. Marissa is just a kick-ass human. Her and I met when she had me on her podcast, and I just loved our conversation so much and her story that I wanted to to have her join me for a conversation for, for my podcast. Marissa and I really dive into so many different things, but one of the thing, one of the, the themes to pull out of our conversation is this notion around the roles that we assign to ourselves as women in the home, especially in the time of COVID. And there's a lot to unpack in all of that. And Marissa shares a little bit about her own experience, but I know for me personally, in leaving my corporate job, I, you know, my husband and I have been fortunate enough where we've each, for the most part of, of our time together, have made equal amounts of money. And in some years I was a breadwinner and some years he was a breadwinner, but for the most part, we were bringing an equal amount of money to the table. And, you know, there's obviously a lot more to gender roles than just money to the table. But for me personally, I felt a lot of pride in that. And when I took the leap from corporate, I was no longer, you know, in my mind, the story I was telling myself was that I was no longer being an equal opportunity share. And obviously that's not true. And so I found myself taking on all of these extra responsibilities that were just, you know, causing me to drown. And it's the the conversation that I have with Marissa and her own experience and how she sort of worked and navigated through those conversations have been, was fascinating. It It was really, really helpful for me. Um, so Let me tell you a little bit about Marissa. She is a writer, an editor, a teacher, and the CEO of Be A Light Collective and Donnelly's Daily Daily Apple Homeschool, educational companies and communities dedicated to inclusion and relationship building. She's the founder of Momish Moments, a vertical dedicated to empowering journeys of motherhood, and co-founder of Step-by-Step Parents, a resource platform for blended families and the host of the Vulnerability Podcast. You can find Marissa at at Marissa at underscore Marissa Donnelly or at at Momish Moments on Instagram. I would definitely recommend reaching out to her. She is just a gem of a human and I feel so grateful to have connected and have this conversation with her. It came at the perfect time in my life and also my relationship. 
So enjoy the conversation that I have with Marissa. Hi, Marissa. I'm so excited to have this conversation and um, thank you for being here. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'd like to start these conversations with the question, what is the truth that you would like to share today? Gosh, there's so many, um, but I think the biggest thing that I've learned in my parenting journey so far is the importance of just leading with your heart and leading with love. Um, I feel like there's so many there's so many different pieces of advice, um, especially when you talk to parents, you know, everybody has their opinion, their perspective. There's so many things kind of thrown at you all the time with social media. And, you know, you're just trying to navigate your own story and your own journey. And I think really what it boils down to, in my opinion, is just really trying to move forward with really trying to move forward with love and just realizing that you might not have all the answers. You're not always going to do the right thing, but if you try to lead with love, then that really is a driving force that, that really centers and kind of gives you direction when you're not sure which way to go. I love that. And I love that you call out that there's, when there are so many different um, opinions and perspectives and and in some cases, judgments, right? And sometimes it's hard to filter all of that, but it sounds like when you are able to filter and really get quiet and like, think about, you know, what is the path forward for you and leading with love that, that always put, point you in the right direction. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so much easier now that I'm saying it like, oh yeah, just lead <laughs> with love. Um, it's really, I don't know. It was a long kind of difficult journey. And I think just because my story is a little bit non-traditional um, coming into my fiance and his son's life, um, you know, just kind of stepping into that motherhood role, it was really hard because I didn't have, you know, necessarily a sense of, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how this works. I didn't have people who were, um, you know, step parents or bonus parents that I could kind of model after. My, my own parents have a, definitely a different relationship and, you know, different kind of dynamic. And, a lot of the my friends and, and people my age weren't really stepping into this kind of journey. Um, so in a way, it was kind of isolating and then challenging to kind of figure out, okay, well, what should I do in these different situations? What is my, quote, role or place or, you know, how am I supposed to be? So I kind of, that's why I think this that truth is so important to me because it was such a long and frustrating journey at times of feeling isolated and not knowing what to do and um, just really realizing that, hey, it's okay that I don't know what to do. Um, the most important thing is just to kind of move forward, trying to to follow my heart and just do what I felt was right. Oh man, I can I can relate to, um, you know, the feeling of feeling isolated and frustrated and and not having, um, you know, having to rely on yourself because people around you have not gone through a similar journey. And while our our journeys um, are different. I can, I can definitely relate to that. Um, can you share a little bit about, about your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to make it a long story short, cause sometimes I'll get long winded on this. <laughs> um, I met my now fiance almost four years ago, actually, this is kind of a funny story. So I'll throw this in there, but, um, it was one of those nights where I 
was not in the mood to do anything. And some of the friends in my apartment complex were like, come on, you know, let's, let's go out, let's go to this bar, you know, we'll have fun. I'm like, uh, um, I wore sweatshirts, sweatpants, yoga pants. Like I had no intention of, of really doing anything, having any fun, meeting anybody just kind of dragged out. And, um, I met my fiance who was kind of in the same boat, just chasing down a friend, um, trying to find a drunk friend. So both of us didn't want to be there. And I think that was so funny how we just kind of met and hit it off right away. Um, and obviously he has a son um, that he has full time. So right away, early on in our dating, I was kind of thrown into the mix and met his son after a couple months. And I knew in that moment, like how significant that was. Um, and I realized, you know, stepping into this relationship means stepping into this motherhood journey. And it was one of the, probably the best decision I've ever made. Um, I just felt so good about stepping in, just felt so natural. And um, it was really challenging because at the time, you know, not really having any friends who really understood not only like the gravity of that decision, but like why I felt so, why it felt so right. Um, but needless to say, it's been an exciting adventure. It was, you know, full thrown into motherhood, um, navigating, you know, all the things that came with school and uh, my son's special needs and, you know, kind of learning our own dynamic and balance as a family. And uh, we actually just got engaged this past November. So now I'm really excited to kind of step into this new stage of what my, not only my relationship, but my motherhood journey is. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing and congratulations. It's very exciting. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, it's, it's interesting, like the, what, what is going to my brain is, you know, when, when people have, um, children naturally, there's this like time frame right, of, of which you're pregnant and you're sort of quote unquote preparing for motherhood though. Personally, I don't think you can ever prepare for motherhood ever. Um, and then if you're, if you're adopting or if you're doing surrogacy, there, there is still sort of that, that waiting game. And in your, um, in your scenario, I don't want to say you're, you were thrown into it because that was obviously not the case. It was, um, I know to your point, a decision that just felt right for you, but what was that like? Yeah, I, it's totally okay to say thrown into it because I often use that wording. Um, because even though it was a conscious decision, it was definitely still, you know, feeling like, whoa, you know, all of a sudden it went from, you know, me being kind of on my own, my having my own sense of independence to, you know, when you, when you step into a relationship with a significant other, you know, your life kind of molds to fit that person. Um, but at least with my experience stepping into, you know, my significant other and his sons, it wasn't just like that, yeah, you know, we're gonna kind of mold and accommodate. It was like, whoa, everything changed. Um, and I think the most striking difference for me was um, our decision to move in together. Um, and it wasn't just the, you know, the gravity of, wow, we're gonna move in together, but oh my goodness, we're gonna move in together and I'm gonna be this child's mom. I'm gonna be the one, you know, making lunches and doing homework and, you know, helping him with school things and attending these conferences. And of course, you know, my fiance was a part of that as well, but I think my own realization of that was like, whoa. And I struggled a lot in the beginning because just my personality is kind of like, okay, I'll do this and I'll do this and I'll do this. And I didn't know how to set boundaries, but yeah, I, it was very much, I knew what I was getting into. 
Um, it wasn't like I was feeling naive. I knew exactly what I was stepping into and I knew I wanted to because it felt right. But in a sense, that didn't make it any easier because it really was exactly like you said. I didn't have, you know, those years of getting to know my son and figuring out, okay, you know, who are you as a person? What what works for you? What doesn't work for you? Um, with his learning disabilities, I mean, that was a whole other level, almost an entirely new podcast episode just on that. Um, sure. But really just, um, yeah, not having that time to really figure out what it means to be a mom. So I was figuring out what it means to be a mom while being a mom and then while navigating my own life. So yeah, it was really hard. Um, but I think it, it also has become such a blessing because I think it really brought, you know, our family closer. We were kind of all figuring out this new sense of family together. Love that. And then, you know, obviously this, you, you and your fiance met prior to, to 2020, right? But I'm curious, you know, like how, it, it sounds like you were, you were like in a rhythm, but I'm curious, and I'm asking honestly for like now my personal perspective, um, you know, how has COVID or the, the pandemic, especially since you're on the West Coast and, and they've been in um, stricter, uh, I would say lockdown, I hate using that term, um, <laughs> but, you know, stricter guidelines, mm -hmm. though Chicago has pretty strict guidelines, but um, I'm just curious, like, how has that experience been for you all? Honestly, it was like a whole new layer to everything. Um, I feel like you said it perfectly, like we were in kind of a rhythm of figuring out, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what our journey looks like, you know, navigating the ups and downs. And then when COVID hit, it was very interesting. Um, I am a small business owner, so I've worked for myself for the last several years. And so when COVID hit, it wasn't necessarily a fear of, oh no, what am I going to do with my business? But it was more of, oh no, what are we going to do with this new change. I mean, when schools closed, it was my fiance, um, it was an essential worker. So he was out of the house all day, every day. And so it naturally became, okay, I can do this. You know, I work from home. Um, we're going to manage online school. We're going to do work. And so it was kind of like all in a way falling on me. So it became a new level of this motherhood journey of now, okay, now I'm, you know, mom, I'm homemaker, I'm sandwich maker, I'm distance learning person, I'm, I'm teacher, I'm all of these things. And it was kind of at a time where I had started to figure out my own boundaries and my own place, and then everything changed, right? And it was out of my control. So that added a whole layer of challenge. And I think my son's learning disabilities also added a whole layer of challenge because it wasn't like I could just say, okay, you know, attend school and I'll be over here working. It was, I had to be alongside him. I had to sit with him. I had to reread things with him. Um, we would, he would get so frustrated and just because of the pace and the the way it was laid out that after we would sign off and I would reteach everything to him anyways. Um, and so at that point, that's where I was realizing, you know, this, this isn't going to work in the long term. And yeah, California has been a lot stricter in terms of guidelines and things being closed. Um, we actually just opened up last week our outdoor dining again. So life has been very different. Um, but one of the things that that whole challenge kind of pivoted me into was actually starting a homeschool. 
I realized, you know, if this was going to be the reality and I was going to be juggling my work and trying to help him learn and, you know, running a household and all these things that I wanted to kind of pivot into purpose. So I actually started a homeschool, a full-time homeschool for my son and five other students. And it has been the craziest and most beautiful adventure. Um, just really such a blessing and such a difficult time to have these students come to my home, have them in person, you know, be able to teach my son, be able to, you know, turn this situation into an opportunity for myself and everybody. Um, and I think that that pivot really helped, again, with, with me figuring out my place of, you know, if these are the roles that I'm taking on just because of the situation, how can we, how can we make them have a purpose? And I think that's really helped me to figure out, you know, what was really important. Family was really important. My son's education was really important. My business was really important. And so finding a way to kind of blend all of those together, um, you know, in this new parenting pandemic, what is life like unknown <laughs> kind of circumstance? I think that's awesome because if, if I sort of pull through from what you said, it's, you know, first of all, I can very much relate to, to sort of your experience in terms of the pandemic and feeling like you're taking on all of these different roles. And I think many, um, people listening can also relate to that. And I think I personally, I sometimes struggle with the, okay, like how am I on like a daily basis going to do something that still gives me energy, that still um, gets me excited. And I mean, you created a business out of it. That, that's amazing. And I'm curious, and again, I'm like asking from a personal perspective, but like, how did you navigate those conversations with your fiance? Like what, and and hopefully this is not too personal, so you can, you can tell me if it is, but, um, you know, for me, it, it, you know, in the middle of the pandemic was when we decided that I was going to leave my, you know, corporate job for the last 13 and a half years. And, you know, those were not easy conversations and sometimes they were arguments and, you know, we, we always had to come back and similarly, it was, you know, I love how you said leading with the heart. Cause that was really what my heart was saying that I needed to spend more time with the girls. My oldest also has, um, some, some different needs. And so it was just, it just felt right. But like, it was, it was for us, it was not easy. And I'm just curious, um, maybe I can learn something from you. Like, how did those conversations go? Yeah, it was not easy. Um, I think a lot of, I think a lot of moms and I mean, parents in general, but I think in particular moms have definitely faced this with the pandemic. I know I've read some really amazing literature and articles about this where the pandemic has really impacted a lot of women in terms of, you know, navigating business slash work slash career and then children. And um, I think in my situation, because I worked from home, it was slightly different. Um, There was kind of this already like unspoken understanding for me where I was like, I work from home, you know, I can make this work versus, you know, my fiance being out of the house. He's a commercial diver. So he's literally underwater managing, you know, different people, making sure things are happening. So it was kind of like, okay, this makes sense. Um, But it wasn't easy. And I think the most important thing is like remembering 
you know, in every unique family situation, it's kind of like you said, whatever works, whatever the conversations lend themselves to, whatever feels right. Um, and definitely not, you know, oh, well, the mom should stay home kind of thing. Um, you know, I think it has to be like an agreed upon and a, um, a hashed out type of conversation. And I think for my fiance and I, I mean, it was really, it was a challenge. I mean, I, I felt like, you know, I work from home, I can make this work, but it was not easy. I mean, there was a lot of frustration. There was a lot of anger. Um, there was a lot of me feeling like because of my personality of this kind of like go-getter, do, do, do type of person, it was like a natural thing for me to say, yeah, I can do this and I can also do this and I can also do this. And then as I was doing all of those things, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. There was some resentment there where it was like, oh, you know, you come home after your work day and you relax. But, you know, after my work day was, Know, taking my son to the park so he could play with his friends or doing homework or grading papers and now I'm you know helping with dinner and it just my my list grew and grew so there was a lot of like new emotion to navigate of you know this this is imbalanced and this isn't fair and how do we make this work and it really opened the door to a lot of honest and difficult and open conversations um, that I, I are still happening um, and I think that has been like one of the beautiful things of the pandemic, you know, when you're in proximity with people and life is different and everybody has these new roles and these new places and, you know, figuring out what works as each individual family and each individual couple and, you know, whatever your family situation is, I think that's a beautiful thing because it opens up communication. Um, and one of the kind of running jokes that my fiance and I have is, you know, if we can get through a pandemic, we can get through anything. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, the, the open conversations that we were able to have um, and are still having about, you know, how do we make this work and kind of teachable moments for each other of, you know, him teaching me to, to stop and to slow down and to ask for help and to, you know, instead of doing the dishes, for example, because I see them there, you know, walking away and letting him do him um, and things like that, that I, I don't think we would have arrived at as soon as we did because of the pandemic. So that's been super, super hard and super challenging and frustrating, but also really powerful in just the way that I think now we are able to communicate and say, you know, this is what I need, or this is what, you know, this is how I'm feeling and really being able to show up for each other in different ways. That's amazing. And I, it's so funny you say like walking over from the dishes. I actually had that moment last night where I, I put the kids to bed and I, I shared with you before we hit record that my youngest is is really sick, thankfully not COVID, but um, I still don't, I'm like, how did you get something? But whatever. Um, <laughs> and you know, no one has been sick in over a year in our house. Um, and I walked downstairs and he was, he had to get some work done after, you know, quote unquote work hours. And the, the kids' toys were all over the floor. And I was like, you know, I could clean this up, but I'm not going to. I'm like, I'm okay with the house being a little like having toys all over the place. Um, and it was that, like, it was funny. I got upstairs and I was sort of observing my like reaction to that. And I, I don't think I would have been able to literally do that, which seems like such a small, like silly example. But a year ago, I think I would have been like, you know, cleaning it up and then frustrated and annoyed and like probably not saying anything about it, honestly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just an interesting sort of like, I'm like, okay, like 
how we're all evolving as humans, as couples, as families. You know, the pandemic has been interesting and hard and also like amazing bright spots. Um, so thank you for sharing your, your experience. Yeah, I can totally relate to the like rage cleaning. <laughs> that was such a <laughs> such a thing for me. Um, but I think yeah, like learning to let go of some of the things we can't control. I mean, that's been really hard for me. But I think it's a really good lesson I'm continually learning. Of you know, there are things that I can try my best to clean and organize and fix and do, but they're out of my control. And the more I can embrace that and enjoy the time in the present. The happier I am, but it's a really hard lesson to learn. And I feel like I relearn it every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. You and, you and me both. Also, um, you mentioned like asking for help and I asked this cause I struggle with this and this is like a constant learning process for me. What, what has that journey looked like for you? Not easy. Um, I feel like sometimes I fall into like the perfectionist tendencies or like the the false belief that if I don't do something, it's either not going to get done or it's not going to get done in the way I want it to. Um, and so like the pandemic has brought that to light and made me realize how toxic that is. Um, and then beyond that, just realizing that, I mean, this is something that I like preach all the time to my son and I write about it all the, all the time on my social media and on my blog and stuff about how, you know, asking for help is not weakness, but living that out in my own life is really hard. And I think I've struggled with the belief that like asking for help means I'm incapable of doing it on my own. And I've always had this like pressure to prove to, I don't know, myself, the world, I don't know, that I'm capable of, of everything, right? I'm capable of doing all of these things and doing them simultaneously. And, you know, I don't know if anybody can relate listening to this, but it's like such a self-imposed issue. And it's been ongoing in my motherhood journey, especially. And I think that's really like made me so passionate about wanting to talk about motherhood and especially like bonus parenthood slash step parenthood, because it's, I think there's such a unconscious pressure to prove because you're not a biological parent. So you're like, okay, I have to come in and I have to be perfect. I have to do, you know, quote, better than anybody expected. Sometimes there's like this, un, you know, unconscious competition even with like the biological parent of like well I want to be better um or just feeling like you have to earn your place um so that's been like an ongoing thing for me and I feel like I got to kind of a healthy place and then the pandemic hit and then it was like okay well now I want to you know prove myself and all these other things um and so it's it, that's been like an ongoing struggle but I think what's really helped me is realizing like we are not meant to do all these things alone anyways and then we're especially not meant to do them all alone in a pandemic and so as I was having like difficult conversations with my fiance, realizing like where I could ask for help and how I could ask for help and understanding that like there were certain things, you know, in running a school, obviously I can't have him grade papers, for example, but I could, you know, look at things in a different way and say, okay, well, if I have to take this time to, you know, grade papers, can you, you know, do this other meaningless task or can you, you know, just finding different ways to like, delegate I guess and then understand that like it didn't make me weak to delegate and understand that like sometimes also people don't know how to help and if you're a driven person that's like I got it you know it's really hard for people to know okay well what do you actually need um so if you're you know if you're listening and you're you're with somebody like that who's very driven and you know takes 
you know, just does things, just finding little things to, uh, of support. Like last night, my fiance took the, the clothes I had hanging to dry that were dry and he just put them in the closet and he totally put them in the wrong spot. <laughs> um, but it was, it was so sweet. And I was like, you know what? Like, it was just a thoughtful gesture and it was so small. And I think like, that's, that's another way of just like helping one another is like, sometimes it's just the smallest thing or just like a reminder of like, Hey, I'm here to help if you need it. Um, and then teaching yourself to, to acknowledge those gestures, to see those gestures and to recognize, you know, sometimes you just need like a, a physical support, a hug, um, a moment to slow down and appreciate. So I don't know if that answered your question, but I just, there's so many different ways to like, that I've at least realized to ask for help or to like take a step back and say, okay, what do I really need right now? Most of the time it was just like comforting words, a hug, um, acknowledgement of what I was doing. And it, you know, it, it's, it felt like so much bigger, but then once it was like something small was done or said, it really changed everything. I love that. I love that. I can, I can definitely relate to that. Um, on so many levels. So thank you. Um, how can people continue to follow you on your journey? I was super passionate about the bonus motherhood story journey that I actually created a uh, website called mymommishmoments.com. And originally I had every intent of it being just my story. And then I realized that this, my experience is so much bigger than me. And I, I really wanted to connect with others you know, in similar stories, non-traditional parenting, um, and just really everyday parents, because I think like what I've learned is we feel so isolated, but we're not. Um, and the more that we connect with others and realize, oh, you know, I'm not the only one that struggles with this. I'm not the only one that feels this way. The more powerful it really truly is. So mymommishmoments.com um, and then on social media at momishmoments is where I talk a lot about, you know, mothering, um, parenthood, the crazy ups and downs of all of that. Um, I co-launched a platform for uh, blended families with um, a fellow step parent by the name of Franco Zavala. So step-by-step -step parents, um, also a website, stepbystepparents.com and um, at stepbystepparents on social media. So for all of the parenting stories, um, ways to connect, if you're interested in sharing your own parenting uh, story, journey, struggle, triumph, um, welcome to submit to both of those platforms. And then just personally, um, Marissa Donnelly, Marissa with one R, one S, Donnelly with two N's and two L's. I'm all over social media, um, do a lot of vulnerable and um, personal writing. So would love to connect with people and, and share stories and um, connect, especially in pandemic times where it feels so isolating. Connecting with people is awesome. So those are all the spaces that I'm at. Marissa, thank you for this conversation. Thank you for, um, you know, sharing your journey, your perspective, and it's so relatable regardless, um, you know, you know, like I said, our, our journeys are, are different, but there's so much that I can relate to your story. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful to share it and just knowing that you can also relate to, um, you know, even like you said, our stories are different, but there's so many ways to connect. So I appreciate the conversation and the opportunity to share. Awesome. I will put everything in the show notes.
I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If something in the conversation resonated with you, please, please share it with a friend that you think needs to hear this conversation. Feel free to tag me on social media. Let me know how you're listening, where you're listening, and what resonated. Tag me at This Is My Truth Podcast, or feel free to shoot me a DM. And because we're a new podcast and this shit matters, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review. Tell me how you truly feel. This entire podcast is about vulnerability and authenticity. So let me know how you really feel and give me some feedback. I really appreciate it. 